You're listening to the weekly sermon from Clarkston United Methodist Church in Michigan. We are a church dedicated to connecting people to people and people to God. To learn more, visit us at clarkstonumc.org. Today's scripture is the story of Rahab and is found in the book of Joshua chapter 2. Then Joshua, son of Nun, sent two men secretly from Shittim as spies, saying, Go view the land, especially Jericho. So they went, and they entered the home of a prostitute, whose name was Rahab, and they spent the night there. The king of Jericho was called, told, Some Israelites have come here tonight to search out the land. Then the king of Jericho sent orders to Rahab, Bring out the men who have come to you, who entered your house, for they have come to search out the whole land. But the woman took the two men, and she hid them. Then she said, True, the men came to me, but I did not know where they came from. When it was time to close the gate at dark, the men went out. And where the men went, I don't know. Pursue them quickly, for you can overtake them. She had, however, brought them up to the roof and hidden them with the stalks of flax she had laid on the roof. So when, so the men pursued them on the way to Jordan as far as the fjords. As soon as the pursuers had gone, the gate was shut. The synopsis is this. Rahab saved Joshua when he and two others came to Jericho to prepare to take the land for the Israelites. By hiding them and protecting them, she saved a whole people, allowing them to reach the promised land. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. I know what you must be thinking. If it's Christmas in July and we just heard that amazing song by why are we talking about rahab well if you open up the gospel of matthew you will find there the genealogy of jesus you'll remember the gospel of matthew tells the story of jesus and his birth and it begins with all of his great 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 grandparents and within there among a lot of male names you find just a few female names one of whom is Rachel, is Rahab. <laughs> and Rahab's story actually begins with Moses, where we kind of left off with last week as we talked about Moses and the golden calf and their time in the wilderness. You see, Deuteronomy ends with Moses dying. He died up on a mountain as he could see into the promised land, but he never made it to the promised land. And that's because God said that he and Aaron and all those leaders would not 
set foot in the promised land. Well, why was that? Well, you remember last week we talked a lot about how the Israelites um, complained a lot in the wilderness, how they would whine and how they, things, uh, they would ask for things, and they seemed to always keep forgetting that God kept providing for them. And so you'll remember one of the things that they complained about was that they didn't have water. And, God, and Moses went to God and said, you know, they're complaining, we need water. And um, God said, well, I will give you water. Take your staff and hit it against a rock and water will come out. And so that's what Moses did. And he told the Israelites, this is from God. God has provided for us and he glorified God. Well, it happened again uh, that the Israelites were complaining about not having any water. And so Moses and Aaron went to God again and said that we need water. And again, God said, well, go to the rock and hit it with your staff. I'll meet you there and provide. Well, instead of doing it in that manner, Moses and Aaron went out to the people and said, okay, you rebels. You've asked for water. Shall we give you water from this rock? And they hit the rock, and water came out, and everyone was happy with Moses and Aaron. And God wasn't given the glory, and God wasn't given the credit, and Moses and Aaron's heads became kind of big. And God said, that's it. And so they did not make it into the Promised Land. So upon their death, Joshua was raised up to be the leader and God had a conversation with with Joshua and said to him I want you to take the people and cross the Jordan and enter into the promised land and in the promised land everywhere that your feet touch everywhere that they go belongs to you and my people belongs to the Israelites and he said and I will lead you and guide you just like I led Moses so be strong and courageous. So Joshua gathered together the officers and he spoke with them and he said uh, to, the war to the warriors among you, he said, in three days we will go and cross the Jordan and we will receive the promised land that God has promised to us. And you remember, this is the land that God actually promised to Abraham and Sarah way back when. And, they, and so this is the land that has been theirs, and it's their inheritance. And so he said to them, we will go, but leave your wives and your children and your animals here in the land of Moses um, while we go and fight. And the warriors among them said to Joshua, we will follow you. We'll follow you like we followed Moses. We'll listen to you like we listened to Moses. Be strong and courageous. Well, the thing about entering into Canaan, the promised land, is that on the outside of it is this big city, Jericho. And Jericho is fortified and it is strong. And the Israelites are not really prepared for a prolonged siege. And so they have to figure out really how to go about doing this. And so Joshua sends a few spies ahead of him. And they go into Jericho, but soon, I'm not sure what kind of spies they were, because pretty soon after they got there, people knew that they were there. And as we heard in the scripture, the king heard and was after them. 
well, the gates are come down and um, the spies have to go into hiding. And they find this woman who lives right on the wall. And she lets them come in. Now, the scripture says she was a prostitute. And we know that was the number one profession for women at that time. But there's also, as you look back, there's also some um, confusion because a prostitute and an innkeeper are often intertwined. And so she may have been a prostitute, she may have been an innkeeper, whatever it is, she let them come in. And she made a deal with them. Because see, Rahab had heard about God. Rahab had heard the stories, had heard about how God had, um, had split apart the Red Sea so that the Israelites could cross and be delivered from the hand of slavery. And God had done such great things and cared for them. And she, even though this wasn't her religion, she was in awe of God and in fear of God. And she said to them, I'll make a deal with you. I will protect you if you will protect me and my family, so that when this siege comes, we will be safe. And so they made that deal. And as we heard, the guards came and Rahab was questioned and she said, yeah, they were here, but they left. So go and chase them, you'll go and find them. Once the guards had left, she placed a red cord all the way down the window from uh, to the ground outside the wall so that the men could escape. And they said to her, take this cord and place it in your window so that when the siege happens, you and your family will be safe. And so they did that. They escaped. The siege happened. The Battle of Jericho happened. And the walls came tumbling down. And the Israelites had reached the Promised Land the land that they had been coming to for so very many years. They, it was theirs. Rahab's story to me is an interesting one because she was not a woman of faith. She didn't believe in the one true God, and yet she did. And because of her, a whole people were saved. Because of her... We see that she becomes a person of faith because of her experience. She marries a man named Salmon, and they have a son named Boaz, who marries a Moabite woman named Ruth. And those are two of the women who are named in the genealogy of Jesus. There are um, four women named and an additional one referred to. The first one is Tamar, who killed Judah. The second is Rahab, who was considered to be a prostitute. The third was Ruth, who was a foreigner. The fourth, by name, was Mary, his mother. And the other one was referred to, who was Bathsheba, who had an affair with David and married him once her husband was killed. Four women who have kind of shady histories, who are outcasts who are part of the genealogy, the lineage of Jesus, which only reminds us that Jesus came for the outcast, that Jesus came to bring those to him, 
to save and to bring hope and to show the Israelites what it was to truly follow God, what God's love really was all about. He came for them, and because of Rahab and her strength and courage, we know even more about what drove Jesus, God incarnate, Emmanuel, with us. Amen. You've been listening to the weekly sermon from Clarkston United Methodist Church in Michigan. We are a church dedicated to connecting people to people and people to God. To learn more, visit us at clarkstonumc.org.